so we shall continue dead stock from episode six uh yeah i i am um, as i've mentioned earlier it's um i mean i've been I'm becoming interested increasingly interested i mean they're quite distinct stories but otherwise they are um they're interesting aren't they they're not uninteresting at least so uh not expecting nothing i mean yeah we'll see I do so certainly hate it when they resort to cheap fights and especially shouts. Uh, it, it's just so cheap. I mean, it's, it's not really a meaningful existential tale or anything. Oh, and um, he changed his shirt. Now it says, "Have no fear of perfection; you'll never reach it." That's uh, it's kind of yeah. That's sort of like an anti sort of uh, optimistic. Uh, Thing, but in a way, it's sort of motivating, isn't it? So I mean, you know, d d d one should really not care about perfection and just do whatever. You know, it's not like, uh, yeah, maybe there is not really perfection per se. There's only just you know adequacy at least. Uh, anyway, still not sure how uh, any of these uh, shirt slogans uh, relate to this series at all like before it was about time but i'm not entirely sure how i suppose if we're discussing i mean existence and curses and such but still um, curses i'm not sure exactly i guess time may be a curse i don't know um, so uh, yeah the sixth episode seems it uh included quite a few ideas that were quite expansive so if, you know um you know about mortality life and death and it might still didn't seem conclusive despite uh, despite concluding uh it still didn't really tie all the knots together um but otherwise it um it tried to do some things i mean certainly better than the third episode uh but uh it still didn't, you know, uh, come full circle, sort of, uh, and it didn't uh, resonate as much either, um, you know, and uh, the, the rationalization that was given wasn't quite fulfilling either, I mean, it was just uh, something that uh, was seemingly brought up out of nowhere, and then not really pursued much further. The way it ended then uh, was reminiscent of uh, Men in Black, I suppose, uh, but uh, it obviously won't go there again like uh, that franchise does, so I'm not even sure why it happened. Either way, I suppose it's uh, the only way to end it, really, cause otherwise, the alternative wouldn't allow for. Uh, I guess the future and such um but um hmm. so I still preferred the second and the fifth more I think it was the fifth no what was it um and then the one with uh where 
school uh, which is secondary school um, that is also that was also interesting no, not too much but uh, yeah the second is still my favorite I suppose um, it really felt like a more wholesome experience wholesome in the sense that it really covered a lot of ground and felt quite uh, interesting at the very least. Also in this sixth episode uh, the the uh, male protagonist was spouting some cliches really that uh, could have done without really. And it's not like it resulted in anything anyway and uh, so wasn't any more fulfilling so I'm not sure why they want to include cliches for the hacker. The ending then questions human motives it seems which was kind of interesting until then the answer sort of ended in a cliche I suppose. Yeah they resort to cliches as well. Oh. The seventh episode, I think, is only the second episode where suicide is the topic. Uh, I forgot where, which other episode that uh, number was, but um, the other one felt didn't address it very well. As in, you know, the suicide itself, uh, uh, the cause of it is, was only implied, and then the, the the person wasn't clearly connected to the person who's later discussed and such so hopefully they, they do a slightly more coherent job in this sense I suppose but it's more about the uh, disappearance of uh, their bodies rather than uh, any single individual uh, committing suicide so I suppose it's even less uh, personal than the other episode by the way this um, series has something uh, with regards to the uh, brightness of the colors and such like uh, this episode is set in the forest and yet I mean it's supposed to be day in the forest and yet it's really obscure almost dark I mean later on it's dark but uh, it's it's really like this structure which is which is why it's sort of similar to Boogie Pop Phantom in this case because uh, that's they, they tone down the colors and uh, uh, there as well. I'm sure that's that's this, this, uh, they have a similar intention here. But yeah, this uh, seventh episode was even less enlightening, in my opinion, less fulfilling uh, than the other one. Um, also about suicide. Not quite the the other episode, which is set in a forest. Is uh, sort of even less edifying really but uh, um, both of them really are incredibly interesting uh, this this uh, seventh episode still seems to just end abruptly almost I'm not entirely sure of, uh, it's, uh, um, it wasn't really the second one was, is obviously still the best by far, but 
hopefully the rest have a chance of being better than any of these because this is not very in my opinion very interesting uh, even this, the, the, the episode of the samurai was a slight bit more horrifying than whatever these creatures were look like Chewbacca or something but they made even less sense than Chewbacca and that's saying a bit by the way uh, I'm not entirely sure what the words on the uh, back of the uh, yellow shirt uh, mean exactly uh, simply say no no watch no maps uh, I think this is the one that uh, on the front uh, says I don't care about time or something. Uh, yeah. With regards to um, the alarm clock in episode 8, well, alarm clocks are always annoying. But, weirdly enough, um, yeah, just I was able to predict all these situations in terms the lack of logic is obvious as to what the situation is they're really going all out with annoying noises in the eight episodes so there was a uh, an, an alarm clock a um, a bell of some kind and a child crying uh, also strangely enough there seemed to be a subtitling error at one point subtitles seem to be uh, later on I mean for at least two sentences that I want to translate it where subtitles appears much later on like a minute later or something and uh, but then uh, I think they fixed themselves suddenly magically at 1349 strangely maybe uh, the is working on the subtitles as well Yeah, I um, like the ending song even more so in the 8th episode, it was much more appropriate than most other episodes. Uh, I suppose it kind of is when one is dealing with uh, sort of uh, pathos inclined narratives. Uh, and um, yeah, I suppose what happened uh, makes sense in a in a way. Uh, one could sort of uh, predict it, but not that much. Uh, I mean, the mother was there what two other times before, so she wasn't exactly there very very often anyway. But. Yeah, so this this was an episode that focused exclusively almost on the male protagonist. Uh, but yeah, so this is also the first episode which ended on a cliffhanger practically, and it doesn't normally happen. So um, um, from the preview, I didn't watch everything, but uh, well, it continues on. It should really, otherwise cliffhanger makes no sense. So I wonder what the the remaining three episodes will all be about him as well.
because uh, I don't know what this this was at least. So yeah, this this could prove to be interesting, and I, I quite liked how yeah this was both creepy and filled with pathos as well. Uh, mostly creepy though, uh, the, the latter at the at the end. Uh, would have been like obviously where they are all the annoying sounds but I guess they, they did it for a reason, for a symbolic reason. Uh, there was also a telephone as it happens but didn't ring for long anyway. Uh, yeah and actually this episode also uh, made uh, more sense of the the one in, in set in the pub where, um, although uh, the next one probably possibly make more sense since it it will go into what Sam did and Sam was involved in, in the pub. He he got drunk for some reason and then left though. But yeah, what happened there? What you get to what the male protagonist said at the end the mother. I thought it was cliched at first but I suppose in this context it makes certainly more sense and certainly less cliched I guess in, in, in context at least. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, this was a crucial episode I suppose. So uh, yeah, the current episode is implying that uh, this is some weird version of X-Men apparently. Well, of course there's been all sorts of paranormal stuff from curses to possession. Of course there will be telekinesis I'm surprised there hasn't been teleportation yet. What else could we tell her? Hmm. And yeah, it seems like uh, the last four episodes are going to be about this single story, which I guess is, is, is his choice that uh, I guess directors make. Uh, yeah, and it's sort of an interesting story. I mean, yeah, there's um, the ninth episode was mostly informational, so didn't have that much sort of pathos in it, just informational mostly. Um, and um, I'm not sure what one needs to make with this information except except for what comes after I suppose. Uh, as in, you know, um, ended with uh, him finding somehow this other person and uh, so then, obviously, what happens after then is backed up with what we learn in the ninth episode. Otherwise, it would make little sense. Uh, what happens afterwards would make little sense. And it still makes little sense, but anyway, this is, I suppose, you know, uh, it's, it's always been fictional, this sort of fiction, anyway. And, um, but uh, yeah, interesting I suppose as usual, just, you know, it's, it's standalone episodes have effectively finished I suppose now, which I suppose is, 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 is one sort of direction.
I still prefer it though, the... kind of prefer it, standalone episodes. But, this could work as well, I suppose. Well, for characterization, it certainly does. I mean, you know, otherwise, the choice between either standalone episodes all the way through, or, you know, not, um, and having no characterization, yeah, as opposed to this, which, yeah, yeah in a way, this, this makes sense, because otherwise, you know, uh, like, in this story, we find out why, for example, obviously, as mentioned in the, in the in the previous episodes, the previous episode uh, uh, makes sense of why he was talking about mothers generally, I suppose, to in that episode where in in a pub and such, um, and then this one sort of find out who the pub owner is as well. N not not that pub. I think it's a different pub actually. So there, there are two pubs. But the the other one, uh, where Sayama regularly visits, and sometimes the male protagonist does as well. Uh, so yeah, although it's not quite clear who she was and how she participated, but I'm assuming she was a participant. Just that you know, she she did at least talk to his mother before it. anyway yeah so it's three episodes that the arc consists of not uh, four clearly uh, that was quite a, a nice ending yes it's um i i, I like the the pathos aspect of this this was for more or more with pathos than otherwise it's, uh, it's, it's um it had a just a slight bit of God, but uh, it wasn't overwhelming. Not not like the Three Mothers uh, trilogy that that was sort of gore for the sake of it, it n not even contextually very relevant. But yeah, this this was this made sense. Uh, I, I I as as usual I, I like how the characters interact with each other. The the three mainly. And um, it, it was an, an interesting conclusion. Although, um, yeah, this this would have made sense if the, if it was the last episode. I'm not sure what uh, the eleventh uh, will be like now. With in the preview, it seemed like uh, it's about bending spoons. So I guess uh, we're going to tackle uh, the Matrix uh, sort of theme uh, for just one episode. I don't know. Uh, I don't suppose it uh, will reach the heights that these three episodes reached, I suppose. It's sort of like, uh, you know, it was quite interesting. So it was a beginning, you know, which uh, dealt with uh, his mind and the, the tape, which was uh, only a, 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 a cursory uh, look at what actually happened and why he ended up like that. And then then the, the middle, which dealt with the actual uh, issues and the information given for such issues, and then the end, which really concluded it. And um, quite interestingly, I mean, there were several several dimensions to it. You know, like literally, there was a psychological side to it, and it was, you know, I liked, I really, very much liked how uh, 
they delved into the past and how they depicted them as, as, as children. I think it's interesting because uh, both of them, I suppose, were affected as children um, and so they're sort of consoling themselves in that state because they were in that state back then, even though they're no longer in that state now. Um, and then how it ended, I suppose, it sort of made sense, not a lot, but I mean, it makes sense in this, this I mean, well, it's not like telekinesis even exists, so it might have made sense within this fictional context, you know, fictional in-universe context. Otherwise, it's, it's not really, I suppose, you could say. Well, anyway, we'll see what the last episode is about then. Well, the 11th episode uh, 11th, uh, doesn't seem to be as uh, focused as most other episodes, even the standalone ones. Uh, it seems to me I'm there, and it's, it's more of a documentary style thing. It doesn't quite have the, the others, I mean, most others had a sort of, I guess you could call it a crime. This one doesn't. Really is different from all others. This one is quite aimless. I suppose it can make sense in some way. I mean, it does share, a, I guess, a theme of the supernatural with the others, but not quite the same point, I suppose. Also, it's kind of funny that uh, this this guy says that he he's the first, or at least I don't know. Uh, well. He uses this term powers, but apparently it is connected to Japan. But the first couple of links here yeah, are from Pokemon, so I guess he must be a Pokemon, uh, either monster or trainer. I don't know. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so yeah, it wasn't very uh, cohesive, but I think that was that was a point really. I mean, that, that, that was a bit of philosophy at the end, but it was really as pure as it was more, uh, uh, who are those people again, um, I suppose, uh, rhetorical, there's more, uh, I forget what that word is, um, the, uh, uh, yeah, at the end he, uh, broke the spoon instead of, uh, bending it, uh, and, uh, and then I just thought, yeah, you know, that's that's one way to do it, I suppose. If uh, if it's bent enough that it seems like it bends slightly on its own, but then it needs to not fall off, otherwise it's obviously pre-bent. You know, that's that's one way sort of to to I suppose uh, feign bending it. Uh, not it can't actually break obviously unless the, the point is to break it but then it's it's pretty obvious that uh, it was pre-bent um, but otherwise it was interesting I mean, with regards to you know what the shape of a cup is and such quite different though very different from the other episodes I suppose so they just concluded with that you know to make it seem like it's it's really an effort made out of a documentary rather than a, uh, a more 
uh, you know, like every episode, and most episodes were were standalone, but they still had this structure of a narrative that you know, began with the investigation and then ended with some sort of resolution. The, the second episode was still the best, though. I mean, that uh, can't be. You know, I, th I thought it was going to be really one of the better ones. Um, but yeah, then, so, uh, there were a few others that were interesting. I mean, he, his his arc was uh, pretty uh, cool, I guess. Uh, uh, had heart in it, you know, just uh, had some sort of heart, I suppose. Uh, made as much sense as it could within the context. Uh, it didn't seem like a documentary as such either. It, it was more... Uh, yeah, it was quite a, a solid narrative. I mean, uh, as an arc on its own, it it stands quite well. Um, um, then there were some some others uh, that um, yeah, the 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 one with the uh, straddles where it was still sort of the weakest. I thought didn't really make much sense. A bit besides this one, I suppose. I mean, you could say this this is pretty weak. The the, the last one, but. Uh, Weak only because it is aim aimless, but otherwise it's it's not. You know, mo mo most other films would uh, make it seem like uh, y y you know, like The Matrix, as as, as mentioned previously. I mean, that well, I mean, yeah, that's poor ending wasn't exactly uh, the main point of the plot. There, it was it was only used as a device to sh to show sort of a point, but uh, they still made made it seem like uh, like. Um, it was real and it it really isn't. I mean, sure, it was also a perspective, but not quite. It it did make it seem like it was. Real. I mean, obviously, it was all it was building up for 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 a bigger narrative, whereas this one wasn't. This was sort of the the opposite. Really, this was like an uh, empty uh, Hollywood narrative. Really, you could say. The, the the main point here was sort of an aimless documentary style thing. I mean this. This Kyoto Kun here, this he wasn't really. I mean, I don't know if he honestly existed or not. I, I don't suppose he was, but uh, <laughs> it, it, uh, I uh, I find it funny how uh, he had so much hair before in the in the tapes, and suddenly he has none. Yeah, uh, that's, I'm not sure what they're <laughs> trying to say there. I suppose uh, th th there's some sort of message in that, but. Uh, um, well, besides that, uh, the the one that uh, you know, t when time simply makes hair fall out. Well, I don't suppose. I mean, uh, hair could become white as such, but I don't know. I suppose she could have uh, decided to cut it as well. If that's more more likely. Or yeah, even more so, the fact that uh, you know he seemed to have Buddhist inclinations and monks seem to be inclined to cut their hair totally. I suppose you know, uh, as as much as you know. Uh, in fact, the Matrix did have some some Buddhist inspirations as well. Uh, so I guess uh, the, the, that's some commonality there with regards to spoon bending and uh, Buddhism. I mean, it was they were both supposed to be about perspective, but as mentioned, uh, that this this was this was. Different. This was aimless, and it it was meant to be aimless. I suppose it could have ended on the tenth episode, but I suppose they just wanted to say, yeah, we'll, this this is, this should be aimless, and we'll continue aiming to be aimless in a way. I'm not sure if they actually intended 
this series to continue or not or if it does continue or not but e either way it's it, it was a pretty cool series uh, otherwise I mean it wasn't all week there were some parts that were weak but otherwise it's it's just interesting in a way I mean it's not like they they, they, they were it wasn't one of those those uh, the type of the type of television that you know oh yeah it's automatically real everything that is happening is real don't even question it no they did question it I, even this very last episode they did I, even the one who was supposed to be bending spoons questioned it it's that's as uh, sh sh should be really yeah, the, the other types of stuff uh, the, the, it's just nonsense really uh, I mean because you know ultimately it is nonsense but uh, it's, it's all of interesting entertainment it's just uh, idiotic though when you assume that it is real that that, that takes it beyond entertainment it, uh, um, you reach a point when it can potentially become dangerous so uh, I think it's it's preferable to just uh, be aimless in this way just like the, the last episode here uh, showed you know rather than make it seem like it's something that makes sense when it doesn't really so yeah whereas so despite the last episode being aimless the, the others weren't so aimless but it, it they were still questioning uh, the, the very premise of everything you know and, uh, and like with, with the dog with the second episode um, Sure, they didn't quite question uh, the fact that you know maybe the doll doesn't really live, maybe it, it is inert after all. I mean, it, it's it's all within a context, I suppose. So, you know, the the, the fact that the the, the doll uh, uh, suddenly uh, distorted its face, yeah, you know, doesn't mean. I mean, at that exact moment, you don't, you know, the, the viewers might wonder the, uh, whether you know that can happen for real and it's, it's, it, it, it can't happen for real obviously I mean, it's not like a second later it didn't return to normal but uh, it's within the context it was what it is I mean it doesn't make it necessarily any worse it just it just happened and within the context it made sense in a way in a, in a fictional context yeah ultimately this isn't a real documentary it's presented as a, as a pseudo documentary uh, otherwise, uh, it does have elements of uh, normal filmmaking as well. But uh, yes, it's, it's interesting in a way, yeah. Uh, I mean, they, they did focus on random standalone elements for most of the series, but then had an, ar an arc, yeah. But uh, that was uh, three times as um, long as most other standalone episodes that focused on uh, the male protagonist. And it, it was interesting in a way, ultimately, yeah. Um, I've never seen any of the actors before, so uh, I don't know. It, uh, supposedly, it could be interesting to, to 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 know what else they did, but I don't generally watch uh, stuff based on actors. So, um, if I ever encounter them in the future, I'm sure I'll recognize them. But other than that, mm, I'll, I'll I'll perhaps check what the director did. I suppose that that that's more. I suppose the same vein but otherwise yeah um interesting uh, i just i uh, it, it it was uh, you know just like the episodes themselves i i i end up on this completely under just 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 checking through 
checking through uh, the, the horror genre um, listings and in fact uh, um, it was simply near that friend that which I watched before I started the series uh, so as simple as that I, I was simply on the the, the, the point w where the listing starts and continues with the word dead and that's pretty much it so and that that stock in the sense I suppose refers to the fact that they're old tapes. Well, I mean that is also very much involved, but uh, that stock in the sense is about. But I uh, yeah VHS is quite uh, strange uh, seeing uh, them again after uh, so many years. Um, uh, they're really not very much used these days. But I suppose if you, if you have old stock, then that it would be VHS or maybe the Betamax or something. It was VHS in this case, I suppose. Um, well, yeah.